Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to you my beloved listeners. A'udhu billahi minash shaitani rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Shukar alhamdulillah. I am so excited because today I'm presenting my show live from the studios in Indonesia here on at Radio Islam. Shukar alhamdulillah. Shukar alhamdulillah. I am also blessed because today we have another day to educate, empower, motivate and inspire our beloved listeners in Inshallah. And the topic today, the topic today, my beloved listeners, is called teaching children about happiness. When it comes to happiness, we all know, yes, it's an inside job. It's a state of mind. It's, it's how you feel inside. But there are certain things that when you look at it, when you experience it, it's an experience that all you can think of is saying alhamdulillah alhamdulillah fabi ayi ala rabbika ma tukadiban so which of your the favors of your lord will you deny subhanallah subhanallah i'm so excited for today's topic and i'm very very appreciative that an amazing human being has accepted my invitation to be my guest for the first half of today's show alhamdulillah he is somebody who's known as the happiness professor yes there is something called as a happiness professor he is Rajesh K. Palanya, who is a leading researcher and teacher on happiness in India, popularly called, like I said, India's happiness professor. He has done pioneering work on happiness in India and has written 12 books on happiness. Through various media outlets, he has shared his insights with millions of people. He teaches a popular course called Happiness Strategy as in, in the... In, MDI, okay, I'm not very certain what that means. He's going to tell us in a place called Guragwan or Guragon, inshallah. He's going to tell us more about that, right? Currently, he's a professor of strategy of the Management Development Institute in the same place in India. And also, when you think of everything he has achieved through his studies, through his research, it's absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. Also, a reminder to our listeners that when it comes to happiness, so to speak, you know, we often think that happiness is something we should all um, have within us. How can people not be happy? They don't understand that happiness is means different things to different people. Also very, very important when I talk about Professor um, Rajesh, there are certain things that he's going to share with you regarding his studies where we may think really somebody needs to study about happiness, but truth be told, yes, there are certain things that we take for granted when it comes to considering the, the, what happiness means, how it benefits people, how it benefits you as a person. He's making shukar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for all the ni'mah that he has given us, alhamdulillah. So I'm going to begin with our guest, Professor Rajesh K. Palanya. Good morning and welcome to Radio Islam. Uh, good morning, uh Thank you, Aisha. You are very generous. Uh, you are doing amazing work. And it's your talk is a very, uh, very important uh, concept that you are uh, engaged into. It can have real impact. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I am very grateful to uh, you for giving me this opportunity, you talk and Radio Islam. I'm also very grateful to MDI Gurgaon where I work. It is a great institution with a glorious history of more than 51 years. It's one of the top business schools in, in Gurgaon. Uh, Indian India. Mm-hmm. It's located in Gurgaon. Gurgaon is around 20 kilometers from New Delhi, the capital city. 
That's amazing. You know, Professor, you and I, we had some conversations about happiness. And, you know, a lot of what you and I spoke about is exactly my thoughts on happiness. Of You know, sometimes we think you know, happiness lies in another person. We need somebody else to make us happy. But we forget that a lot of it is our thoughts inside, you know, the way we view the world. So I'm going to ask you if you can please define what happiness is in your view. So uh, on, on uh, uh, before I define it for uh, all of our viewers, having a friend like you is also a source of happiness. Aww. You are a dear friend. Likewise, likewise. So, Thank uh, you. Uh, so so uh, there are a lot of complex definitions of happiness. I want to define it in a very simple way for your listeners. Happiness is having the right balance between pleasure and purpose in life. When we say pleasure, we mean things that you enjoy while doing and also feel good about it later. For example, when you play with your kids. And these things, pleasure and purpose, they need not to be big things. They can be small, small things in life. So this is a common definition. But each one of us is a different person. So we need to look at our own life and find out what gives us pleasure, what gives us purpose, and come up with our own definition of happiness. For example, go back, look at your life, five years, 10 years, 15 years. Look at who are the people who gives you pleasure or purpose, who are the things which give you pleasure or purpose, uh, which are the places which give you pleasure and purpose, which are the activities which give you pleasure and purpose, what is the time that give you pleasure and purpose. So when you go in detail in your own life, you can define happiness for yourself in a personal way. Uh, thank you, Aisa. Absolutely. You know, th the question I'm going to ask you next, it may seem so obvious, but yet sometimes we need these reminders um, because sometimes you have people that, that are, not sometimes, in life there are many people, children as well, who go through lots and lots of difficulties. They could be depression, they could be, you know, a lot a loss, um, a sickness, lots of challenges, and they think, when will I be happy? Will I ever feel happy? When? When? So I'm going to ask you, Professor, why do we need happiness in our lives? It is a very important question. Uh, all of us want less pain and more gain in life. And when you are talking about youth, they also want to be successful, they also want to have good health, they also want to have good relationships. So happiness research of last 50 years shows that when we are happy, our pain gets reduced at workplace, health and relationships, and our gain gets increased at work, health and relationships. Forget research, look at your own life. When you are happy, you are more productive, more innovative in your studies, in your work. When you are happy, you are uh, having good relations with your friends, with your family, because you give more, you take care more. When you are happy, you are also healthy, because these days many problems start from the brain. So we need happiness because it reduces our pain and increases our gain. And for youth to be successful, they must have happiness in life. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, Asha. It's a state of mind. It's an energy. Like right now, alhamdulillah, I'm sure you can hear this, Professor. I'm very happy because I'm presenting my show live in the studios at Radio Islam. And, you know, this is something that really, really gets me excited and gets me happy to connect with my beloved listeners. So, you know, there's so many things that make us happy. But how? How do we make ourselves happy? Because often there's this misconception that if I buy this, it'll make me happy. If I, you know, go to this place, it will make me 
me happy. It, it, it can for, you know, a certain limited time. But then again, there's different degrees and levels of happiness. So can you please share with us, based on your studies and your expertise, how do we make ourselves happy? Okay, there are different ways. Uh, but let me talk about three things. The first thing is, uh, we need to choose happiness. We need to uh, decide that we want to be happy and remind us it daily. So if you look at sources of happiness, then happiness comes from three sources. One, from our family uh, genes. Mm -hmm. Second, the environment around us. And third, our choice. And among these three things, the most important thing is our choice. You might have unhappy genes. We might have a bad environment. But if we choose to be happy, we can be happy. That's what research shows. So the first thing for happiness is we need to decide that we want to be happy. And as kids would know that they don't develop muscle in a day, they need to do it daily. Similarly, happiness, we need to remind us daily. That's the first thing. Second thing is, each one of us need to define happiness for us, as we discussed in question number one, mm -hmm. and keep it visible. Maybe put it on your laptop screen, mobile screen, somewhere, that what is happiness for us, right? And third is, we need to practice it by monitoring our time, our energy, and our attention. That where we are spending our time, where we are spending our energy, where are we spending our attention? Are we spending it on the happiness part or somewhere else? So as you were saying in your uh, uh, question when, when you asked me, uh, money doesn't make us happy. Mm. Money can reduce our sadness, which is based on lack of material things. Beyond that, money doesn't make us happy. I so what makes us happy is our own choice to be happy. Absolutely. Thank you. How do you suggest that parents who are listening in today can teach their children about inner happiness? Now, you know, young children as well as, you know, teenagers, how, how should parents go about reminding children that there are some things that money cannot buy and those are the things that really, really bring you joy that you cannot explain? So can you please elaborate further? Uh, I think one thing they should do is they should have friends like you in life. I've interacted with you a number of times and every time I find you are full of life, you want to make some positive change, you want to create some impact. Alhamdulillah. So first thing they should do is <laughs> you. Okay. Uh, based research, I promise based I did not research, pay him to say this, my beloved listeners. There's no bribery and corruption here. <laughs> it's from Professor's heart. No. And, and I must say something, you know, Professor, the, the good we see in others, and you know, you're going to agree with this before you answer my question. When we see goodness in other people and we see good in the environment because you know a lot of life is from the perspective that you see it so when you see goodness in me it's actually a reflection of you alhamdulillah so so that's what we forget you know when you when you say this person makes me happy but it's something in that person that you have and you connect with it please correct me if i'm wrong no, you're always right you're no. never wrong no. <laughs> we're always learning yes i'm we're always learning Yes, yes. So now let's go back to your question that you asked me. Mm -hmm. So, uh, there are three things I would suggest. Mm -hmm. First thing is, parents need to be happy themselves because children are very smart. They observe their parents and they learn from them. They follow them. So the first thing is, parents need to be happy first. They need to be like a role model for the children and the kids who are watching them all the time. This is first thing. Second thing is, they need to create a happy atmosphere at home. For example, when you buy a mobile phone or you, when you buy a laptop, 
generally we use the same uh, operating system which is already there on the laptop or mobile phone hardly we change it maybe only 1% 2% people change that but majority of us use the same operating system that is already there in the laptop or mobile phone similarly kids also follow the operating system of the home operating system of the home is like the atmosphere in the home if you provide a happy atmosphere to the kids at the home then it they learn from it yes so this is the second thing and third thing is we need to give our kids who are already very smart very intelligent the right knowledge right knowledge about why what and how of happiness in a very simple fun and applicable way nobody wants to hear lectures so if you lecture kids they will not like it but if you tell tell them the same thing in a simple fun and applicable way that okay you you value relationships more it will give you more happiness right mm-hmm. uh, you uh, do good thing to others and while you are doing uh, something good you involve your kids in that right so these are the three things which i would like to suggest to the uh, parents besides befriending you oh thank you <laughs> Professor, I must ask you something. In your research, you speak about democratizing happiness. Can you please explain to us exactly what does that mean? Uh, so, Aisa, in the last 50 years, there's a lot of scientific research on happiness in multiple disciplines, psychology, brain science, economics, right? But the problem is most of it stays in complex research papers and thick books. Hmm. People don't know about it. So when I say democratizing happiness, what I mean is that whatever research is available in happiness, we should need to take it to masses, a common man yeah. or woman, in a simple, fun and applicable way. And I'm trying to do it in a number of ways. For example, three examples. One is I travel around the world and I talk to people on a one-to-one basis. Yes. And I'm surprised to know that many of them are not even aware that there's something called happiness field. Mm. that happy can, happiness can be learned. This is one thing that I do. Second thing I do is that I, I try to write simple, fun, applicable books. For example, I'm involved in something called World Happiness Book Series where your photo also won, yes. which is a big achievement. Shows, Thank uh, you. Shows your Thank goodness you. and your efforts. And in, in that book, what we do, we invite uh, photos from all over the world, happy photos, and by doing so, we make people aware of happiness in their life. We do two more things in that book. We ask experts around the world to give their knowledge in one page, in very simple word. And third, we provide simple exercises for happiness, which are based on research in that book. So this is the second thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And third thing is what I'm doing right now. I go in the popular media around the world uh, and I write columns or I give interviews trying to explain things in a simple, fun, and applicable manner. And that's what I... Uh, that's how you share your knowledge. Now, Professor... I happiness is a must thing. People should know about it more. Yes, yes. So what I would like to do, there's, there's two questions I want to ask you. Well, actually three before we round off. But I think the first one, what I want to just get clarity on, you know, to explain to our beloved listeners when you meant my photograph was in that book, uh, in that World Happiness book. Now, my beloved listeners, if I'm, you know, incorrect here, then Professor's going to, you know, just correct me. But um, what was so, so amazing with the request, um, when Professor asked me about this, would you submit a photograph of what makes you happy? But it mustn't be a person. It must be something. And I'm like, something, not a person. No, 
something. And I thought to myself immediately, immediately, um, when I think of walking on the grass, simplicity, walking on the grass, grounding, making salah on the grass, alhamdulillah, being near the ocean, alhamdulillah, where I'm fortunate to be now, where I'm living, um, you know, um, taking, breathing in and out and, you know, thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this ni'mah. So basically what I did was I, I had a photograph of myself sitting, but you couldn't see me, you could just basically see... Um, you know, me sitting on the grass, well, not myself, just maybe my feet, overlooking the ocean. And we, what was required was you write a caption of why this picture. And that's exactly what I said. It reminds me of my connection to my creator. It allows me for grounding, which we do in salah. It reminds me of the beauty and magnificence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, which we take for granted. And, and, when I, when I looked at that picture and I said, this, this, this entire picture for me defines happiness. And, you know, when I, when I submitted it to a professor and, and he looked and he said, you know, um, I'm very impressed by what you've said. And, you know, um, let's see what happens. And then when, the, when the, this journal actually came out with the top 100 photographs, all the other photographs that I saw... Again, it was things, not people. So, Professor, you remember there were pictures of a sunset. There were pictures of a sunrise. There were pictures of, like, rain on flowers. And, and it just shows us that happiness is something that money cannot buy. Can you please elaborate? Because you just we spoke on that just now. Things that make me happy. A simple ice cream, eating a simple ice cream. I mean, I've never, ever seen somebody eating an ice cream and they were looking sad. But it's just my view. Professor, please, can you comment on this? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, so uh, let me also tell you something which I have not told uh, yet. Yes. Uh, you submitted three photos. And out of those three photos, two were selected in the 1,200 photos. But we only kept one because we have a policy that not more than one photo should be from one person. Yes. And all of them so, in the ocean, right? <laughs> Yeah, all of them has ocean and there were uh, too many photos from around the world and to get not one but two photos being selected in that one, I think it's a big thing. It, it talks volumes about you. And as you are saying that we only we, we don't only ask about photo. We also ask why you think this photo is a happy photo. Yes. We also ask what happiness means for you. We also ask how you keep yourself happy. So we are trying to make people aware uh, about happiness in their life and if you look at the photos, all these photos, it's about small, small things. For example, just uh, walking on the sea or a smile or eating an ice cream, uh, a sunrise, a sunset. So there's a ma big message in the book. The message is happiness is not in big things. Yes. Happiness of life are in small, small things. Absolutely. Professor, what, please name for, for us one thing, thing, not person, thing that makes you happy. Okay. One thing that makes me happy is the power of media. Yes. Uh, using media, uh, for example, what I am doing right now and what I do otherwise also, using media, I can share what I know about happiness to millions of people. Yes. So this is a wonderful platform and I am very happy about it. You ask about only one thing. Yes. So right now, this is what I want to tell you. I'm going to ask you one more thing, uh, one more thing, one personal thing. One, 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 one personal thing that nature makes me happy. I spend a lot of time with nature. Sunrise, sunset, yes. rain. Beautiful. We, we, we're going to be going for an yeah. ad break. And, you know, before I, I send my thanks to you, um, I just want you to please share with us quickly one short message of happiness, teaching children about happiness to our listeners. What would be your closing message, please? 
my closing message would be choose happiness daily keep it simple keep learning and keep improving your life and happiness thank you aisha in, in the interest of time it's an- thank, thank you so much for giving me giving me this opportunity i am grateful to you i am grateful to youth talk radio islam MDI, my parents, and so many other things in life. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's an absolute pleasure. I mean, I've learned so much from you, uh, you know, from, from, from speaking to you and learning from you. There is so much to do with happiness that we often take for granted. And people say, I'm unhappy. And I, now my approach to someone who says that to me will be like, but why? You know, what makes you happy? What's the things that make you happy? So may the Almighty bless you with continued success. And thank you so much for spreading happiness wherever you go. May you be blessed always. Thank you so much. Professor Rajesh K. Palanya. My beloved listeners. Thank you. Thank you. It's my. Yes. It's an absolute pleasure. My beloved listeners, we have an ad break. Inshallah, after the ad break, we will be continuing. Please don't go away. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A'udhu billahi minash shaitani rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Shukr alhamdulillah today. We are talking about teaching children about happiness. And in the first segment of today's show, I had the opportunity of introducing to you, my beloved listeners, Professor Rajesh K. Palenia, who is known as the happiness professor of from India and through my engagement with him in the sense that I know him and I've you know spoken with him and engaged in conversation it's made me realize so much that I have to be grateful for when I think of my childhood I remember growing up um, anytime something happened in the sense that we did well at school in the madrasa my parents would say did you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, anytime you know we heard of good news did you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala anytime there was any problem in the sense that maybe you had chicken pox or maybe something was not well at home for whatever reason, um, any challenges, did you make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? And I think to myself that for me, what makes me immensely happy in whatever condition, in whatever state, in whatever challenge I may be facing, alhamdulillah, is making dua. Making dua, connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for me, the, the, the common practice for me, alhamdulillah, is making a sajdai shukar, performing tahajjud salah, sitting on that musala in sujood for as long as I can, submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and, and making dua. Sometimes you cry, sometimes you just, you know, you, you're full of gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and the tears roll down. And when you rise up from that sujood, and you're making your dua, and you say to yourself, Ya Allah, shukar alhamdulillah for all situations. So obviously when I was younger, sometimes you do question yourself, um, why is this happening? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why are you doing this to me? Why am I experiencing this? As you grow older, alhamdulillah, you know, we get hidayah and then you say, Ya Allah, Jazakallah khairan ya Rabbi for choosing me. Jazakallah khairan ya Rabbi for elevating me. Jazakallah khairan ya Rabbi for expiating my sins. Alhamdulillah. So that's also, you know, a gratitude. Alhamdulillah in duas to my parents for, for, for teaching us from a young age any situation, happy or sad, angry or, or, or you know, um, frustrating, whatever, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the joy, the immense joy and afya you feel. 
even if it's showing children making zikr making zikr on their fingers simple thing like just saying bismillah saying la ilaha illallah sending durood upon our beloved nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam simple pleasures that in any time when you are happy for whatever reason like i said i gave the example for children they could be an achievement maybe in 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 something in school or in the maktab or something they really wanted and they managed to get it and when you tell this child this is yours and the child says shukr alhamdulillah ya allah you know there should be a practice in every home where children from a young age know turn to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any situation thank allah subhanahu wa ta'ala praise allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turn only to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because i don't think any sort of happiness and contentment in afia can compare to anything else but turning only to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that again as professor said is something that i say every week on youth talk children learn more from what we do rather than what we say so if you are making shukr to allah if you are making a sajda shukr if you are putting your hands in dua and you know thanking allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sometimes i would think also when you are making your dua somewhat aloud so you have your children around you or children in your family around you and you are making dua these young children will put their hands together and they listen to what you're saying and in a small innocent voices and innocent heart will probably repeat your dua and maybe you know say what you were saying add their names on thanking their parents thanking their grandparents thanking their loved ones and alhamdulillah you are setting an example for them to follow something else that you know that comes to mind you know something i i, I thought about when i was discussing you know the content for today's show my beloved listeners i want you to consider what i'm going to say right now there like we said happiness comes in so many different ways for different people right but when you think allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for whatever situation you are in for whatever goodness um that you have because there's goodness in everything have you noticed that your energy just becomes positive you 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 you're ready to handle or manage whatever situation you are faced with and in your behavior and interpretation of how you're going to move forward children are watching you and they witnessing what you're doing and that's what they are going to do as well but now i want to ask you if i have to think what sounds make me happy alhamdulillah listening to the azan sometimes if you are living in an area or you're going somewhere you're traveling and you cannot hear the azan how do you feel sometimes you listen to the azan on an app sometimes certain people would have like a device in their home where they can hear the azan shukr alhamdulillah right now here in lanesha we are fortunate there are so many masjids you can hear the azan alhamdulillah when children hear the azan they make dua they put their hands together and and they listening to the muazzin alhamdulillah don't you feel happy when you recite quran aloud and the people in the home are listening or if you can, if you have a, a son or a daughter that's learning quran where they saying they they sabak from madrasa or if you have a child that wants to become hafiz and they are making dua and when they read aloud can you can you just think right now what feelings what are the feelings in your home what is the energy like in your home what is that comfort think now ramadan is approaching us alhamdulillah people are excited people are happy people are preparing preparing spiritually i'm not talking about the savories because that's again it's a cultural practice but i'm talking about with our deen alhamdulillah your preparation for ramadan when you think of we got to go to this masjid inshallah the the hufaz are thinking that you know i'm going to do my door because i'm going to be performing the tarawih 
when young girls are getting excited that you know mummy or ummi we're going to be making khatm al quran we do all the time but in ramadan you obviously want to do more good deeds also think about the charity that we do during the month of ramadan the thought of ramadan alhamdulillah makes us happy so think right now that when we think there are things that money cannot buy i can go on and on and on with the examples that i can share my beloved listeners and right now as you are listening to me you're probably nodding in agreement because right now there are different times you know whatever i'm saying right now the ideas and the thoughts are racing in your mind and i know that's a fact because i've been receiving messages from listeners but also something simple if i have to think of the sound that really really makes me happy as well uh, aside from quran aside from listening somebody recite quran children recite quran alhamdulillah making dhikr when you think of a little baby and somebody playing with a little baby it could be you playing with your child or your grandchild or your nephew or niece or somebody's baby and this little baby starts laughing alhamdulillah innocently and this baby's gurgling is that not a beautiful sound it makes you instantly happy alhamdulillah i know it's 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 a beautiful beautiful sound when you think of the laughter of children children who are laughing amongst themselves young children you know sometimes they fall they get up and they laugh at each other alhamdulillah that innocence that sound alhamdulillah makes you happy we spoke about nature we spoke about nature sunrise when we think of sunrise it's a new day a new beginning a new opportunity to make a difference explain to your children yes yesterday you may have made a mistake you were rude to your brother or you rude to your sister or maybe you 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 were you know didn't do something correctly at school or maktab today is a new day my child let us fix what mistake we made yesterday shukr alhamdulillah al-pak has given us this opportunity let us use it so use these examples when the sun rises fajr salah is over and you're making dua and you say you know alhamdulillah look at this opportunity we have this new day when the sun sets you you again a reminder of the beauty of allah subhanahu's creation remind your children take them you know when they're going for maghrib salah and you say you know we're making salah to allah subhanahu we have this opportunity right now if i have to think what makes us happy a lot of the things that we have in our homes in our surroundings in our communities within ourselves we take for granted sometimes you would say you know i don't like my nose my nose looks crooked or my vest looks bad that looks bad whatever we are making nashuka to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala see unless obviously it's a medical reason and you need you know um surgery or something that's totally different but the person someone could be saying i'm so short somebody else could say oh i wish i wasn't so tall think to yourself that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made you this way because you are uniquely you and you are special. Does it not make you happy that is only one of you, alhamdulillah, and you were created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala special because you were created to come into this dunya with a gift. And the gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you, maybe others have it, but the way they will use it will not be the same way that you will. Like a fingerprint. Nobody else has your fingerprint but you that makes you special but the gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you whatever it is you also have to give it away in the sense that how are you teaching people with this gift how are you using this gift to change people's lives and environment and make things better for that alone how happy should we be think about the fact that we are born into Islam alhamdulillah and you are practicing as a muslim alhamdulillah that 
thought alone should make us so happy and say to Allah that, Ya Allah, please keep me on Siratul Mustaqim, inshallah. Let me return to you, Ya Allah, as a practicing Muslim. And Ya Allah, please be pleased with me, inshallah. So there's so much for us to be happy about. But when you think of simple things that also make us happy, that we take for granted, sometimes like we say, a simple thing like an ice cream, I give that example. Think about teaching your children to be happy about small things. Walking into the kitchen and maybe smelling, you know, baked bread, homemade baked bread. Do you know what that, that feeling is like? Doesn't it make you just, you know, you basically follow, you go into the kitchen following your nose. Alhamdulillah. Be happy. Thank Allah for this ni'mah that you have this ability, that you have these ingredients in your home that you can do this. When you do something for someone, when you're making khidmat of someone, whether it's your parents, my beloved listeners, um, you know, parents that are listening right now, children that are listening right now, when you help another person, whether it's somebody older than you, whether it's somebody younger than you, and that person smiles at you, and that person gives you a dua, and they say thank you, or jazakallah khairan, does that not make you happy? Because they always say givers feel very, very happy, alhamdulillah. Simple acts of kindness, when we're making um, khidmat of someone, we're making khidmat of a cat, it could be like a little kitten stuck on a tree, and you bring that cat down. Doesn't it make you feel happy when somebody says, like now, you know, earlier I was listening to, to my guest today for today's show saying, having a friend like you, alhamdulillah, that makes me so happy that somebody gets happy by thinking of me. Now imagine if you my beloved listeners, and I'm talking to our youth right now, think of your grandparents. When you see your grandparents and you get so happy to see your grandparents and you want to hug them and embrace them and you, you know, because you, you know they're going to be showering you with duas. How often do you sit by the feet of your grandfather or grandmother or sit next to them and say, um, for all the du'as that you give me, you make me so happy. Because I promise you, they are waiting to hear that from you. And they're going to give you more du'as. So there you're going to still score. You're going to capitalize on that. But that is such a beautiful feeling, the immense happiness that you receive. Sometimes, yes, things do make us happy that have a price tag to it. It could be maybe a particular gadget that you were working for and you had, um, you know, you saved some of your spending money or, you know, you, you had a little weekend job or you have like a side hustle a teenpreneur job and you bought something you always like yes it also makes you happy and you feel like i achieved this myself i could i bought this myself with halal risk that is also an achievement that makes you happy but also bearing in mind that immense happiness comes from within when we have shukar when we make dua when we have sabr and we have to work called trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So sometimes you may be thinking that I'm feeling a little bit down right now. I'm feeling a bit sad. Maybe I'm sick. Maybe I'm a bit stressed. Maybe there's an upcoming exam coming. Maybe parents are thinking, you know, um, the cost of living is very, very high. And we, we're struggling a little bit. Will we manage the school fees, the madaris fees? And then you tell yourself, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. All situations are from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us barakah in our risk. Um, Shukran alhamdulillah, we have a job. So inshallah, you know, we'll be able to earn money and save from there. So whatever situation that you are in find you know like they say the light at the end of the tunnel find that rainbow find that silver lining and make shukar because when you make shukar to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala my beloved listeners adults and children without you even realizing it within minutes it could be 
Within hours, within days, within weeks maybe, your situation's going to change for the better. And that we know when we say never underestimate the power of dua. When you put your hands up in dua and you ask Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listens. When things are going good in your life and you make shukar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah is blessing us continuously. Think of your health. You may think, I'm so miserable. I don't have this. I don't have that. My life is so miserable. Think of what you do have because often we may see things from what other people may have. We may be glued to social media and we have this interpretation of what happiness means. But we need this reminder that first and foremost, you are just seeing one aspect of a person's life or certain things. Also, when you assume happiness to be what media portrays, portrays it to be. Remember, media is commercialized. It's all about money. We, we're not someone that should be following the masses when it comes to, oh, to be happy, I need to have this kind of hairstyle and this kind of this and this kind of this. You have to say, for me as a person, for me, baby Aisha here, what makes me happy inside? What is the gift that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me? What makes me stand out what makes me different and say ya allah jazakallahu khairan for all the nikmah that you have given me and when we as adults do this whether you are a teacher in a school or a madrasa whether you're an aunt or an uncle each and every one of us interact with children you don't need to be a parent to be interacting with children but when you are a parent the responsibility is more and exactly as our guest you know um spoke about your attitude to happiness is what is going to rub off of the in on around the children that are with you. So I want to give you all some homework. So this is the teacher in me that's coming out. My beloved listeners, if you can do so, and you can, you're welcome to, you know, WhatsApp us next week and let us know if you did your homework and, you know, I'd be happy to, to read through it. If you can, my beloved listeners, parents who are listening in today, grandparents, youth that are listening in today, can you please get a piece of paper or maybe even use your phone over WhatsApp because lots of people, you know, use now um, these platforms. And if you can, three things that make you happy. I mean, I already shared mine. Alhamdulillah, I love the ocean. I love walking bare feet on, you know, on the grass. Alhamdulillah, you know, it's grounding for me. I like reading salah on the grass, um, watching a sunset, alhamdulillah, you know, thanking Allah, sijdai shukar. So if you have to say three acts of, three acts that make me happy, three things that make me happy, three people that make me happy and write that down and look at it and say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put your hands up in dua and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this ni'mah but it seems like it's so simple but I promise you my beloved listeners when you actually put your mind and heart into what I've asked you to do and you think about it you are going to be taken to another level where you're going to think mm, this makes me happy Eating ice cream makes me happy, yes. Drinking cold water on a very hot day makes me happy, alhamdulillah. A hug from my mother makes me happy. Listening to children, you know, the laughter of a baby makes me happy. When a little baby holds your fingers, you know, and a little baby holds onto you, that makes me happy. When I look at a rainbow, that makes me happy. You're going to realize that there's so much, alhamdulillah, that you should be thankful for, that we take for granted. But if you would like to, send me those WhatsApp, send it, you know, through the station, and I would be happy to go through that for me to see or read what makes you happy. Three things, three different acts, three different people. What makes you happy? And also ask yourself, if any one of these things was taken away, which one would be your greatest loss? 
because we take things for granted, my beloved listeners. Us as adults, we do this. And when we do this, sometimes children could mimic our behavior. Or sometimes a child may have this, this negative attitude. How do we engage with our child or the children in our care and remind them of all the blessings that they should make sugar for? And these are one of the activities that you can practice with your children and with yourself. My suggestion is do it for yourself first. Three things that make me happy. The sound of rain, alhamdulillah. The sound of the azan, alhamdulillah. Being able to read salah with your father and the men in your family, meaning for the little boys, for the little girls, sitting with your mom at home and you are, you know, performing your salah together, you're getting the musala ready, you're bringing your burqa, you're making wudu with your mommy or your sister, or, you know, you're teaching your young daughter. Or what, what makes you happy? What is that feeling like? Think to yourself. Shukran alhamdulillah, we have so much to be grateful for. But we also, we also sometimes need these reminders because, again, yes, we are human. Sometimes we do let our nerves get the better of us. Sometimes we do become despondent. But when that happens... Make a sijdai shukar. Because that is also a beautiful, beautiful feeling where you submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for the ni'mah that you have, for the opportunity to be able to go into sujood and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That in itself, alhamdulillah, will make you feel happy, it will make you feel content. And there's so much of blessings coming your way. My beloved listeners, I ask you to please remember me, Bibi Aisha Lehe, everybody here in, at Radio Islam, in your du'as, please make du'a for our ummah, inshallah, please continue speaking and making dua for our people of Palestine, inshallah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept the duas for everybody making dua for the people of Palestine. And also remember this, remember this, never ever underestimate the power of sincere dua. Shukar alhamdulillah for everything. Also like my say, my motto, and it will be a motto for many people, dua, sabr. Shukar tawakul. Dua, prayer. Sabar, have patience. It's not going to happen overnight. Sometimes it takes a bit longer. Shukar, gratitude, always thanking Allah for the numerous blessings that we have. And tawakul, trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's plan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best of planners. Inshallah, until we speak again next week, Saturday, have a beautiful day. Have a blessed week inshallah and please remember us in your duas jazakallahu khairan assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh